sick unto death with that long agony. And when they at length unbound me and I was permitted to sit, I felt that my senses were leaving me. The sentence, the dread sentence of death, was the last of distinct accentuation which reached my ears. After that, the sound of the inquisitorial voices seemed merged in one dreamy, indeterminate hum. It conveyed to my soul the idea of revolution, perhaps from its association in fancy with the burr of a milkweed. This only for a brief period, for presently I heard no more. Yet for a while I saw, but with how terrible an exaggeration, I saw the lips of the black-robed judges. They appeared to me white, whiter than the sheet upon which I trace these words, and thin even to grotesqueness, thin with the intensity of their expression of firmness, of immovable resolution, of stern contempt of human torture. I saw that the decrees of what to me was fate were still issuing from those lips. I saw them writhe with a deadly locution. I saw them fashion the syllables of my name. And I shuddered because no sound succeeded. I saw too, for a few moments of delirious horror, the soft and nearly imperceptible waving of the sable draperies which enwrapped the walls of the apartment. And then my vision fell upon the seven tall candles upon the table. At first, they wore the aspect of charity and seemed quite slender angels who would save me. But then all at once there came a most deadly nausea over my spirit, and I felt every fiber in my frame thrill as if I had touched the wire of a galvanic battery, while the angel forms became meaningless specters with heads of flame, and I saw that from them there would be no help.
Uh, your score is...